This is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, Coffee with Carrie, then make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe, and take a sip of coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. And then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement too. You can also find me at Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. I think, no, I know, you're going to be encouraged. Hey, y'all, and Happy New Year. Well, here's to 2022 being a much better year than 2021. You know, in 2020, I feel like God gave us a clear vision. It was like he removed the scales and he pulled the curtain back. It was a year for all of us to really see what was happening in our country, in our schools, and around the world. And this year, in 2021, the beast woke up. The mama bears came out of hibernation. Moms across the country put on their armor, suited up for battle, and came out fighting. And with all the unconstitutional, irrational, and unscientific mandates and laws that were passed and enforced in 2021, moms started another wave of taking back their children's education. Now, every couple of years, there is this mass exodus from the government-run public education to homeschooling. But this year's mass exodus was a doozy. And I think it's really just begun. So if you're one of those mama bears who recently pulled your child from state-sanctioned indoctrination centers that we call public schools, welcome. You have a safe space here. Now, even if you are a reluctant homeschooler and you're not completely convinced that home education is truly the best way to learn, we love that you're here and you're a part of our homeschooling community. It won't take you long to realize that you know, God has probably been calling you home for a while and that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Now, for all of the new homeschoolers out there who will be starting their first month of homeschooling in January, this is the perfect Coffee with Carrie homeschool podcast to listen to. This week, I want to share the importance of using the new year and the month of January as a time of reflection and some readjustment. 2022 is a great time, y'all, for do-overs and to start over if needed. When we were homeschooling our family, I always dreaded January. It was always so hard to get back into the swing of things after the holiday festivities and, let's be honest, all the Christmas chaos. In California, you know, we really don't have the dreary days that keep us inside, But I know many friends around the country who also have to battle the winter blues while trying to kickstart their second semester of lessons. So January can be hard unless you change your perspective of it. Now, if you're dreading starting up lessons again next week, then this week's resolutions and reassessment episode will help you look forward to starting fresh. 
And if you're brand spanking new to homeschooling and you officially start homeschooling like today, this week's evaluation and time of reflection will help you prepare and plan for your new way of educating your family. Now, a new year and a season of winter, it always brings with it a time of reflection. It's a great time for a mid-school year evaluation, even if you're coming home to homeschool for the first time. It's a perfect time to consider what's been working and really what hasn't been working. To my new homeschoolers, you can ask yourself these same questions. You know, what worked for your child in the traditional school setting and really what didn't? This will help you figure out what to include and what not to include as you start your homeschooling journey. After all the holiday hype, for many of us, January is often a slower month with regards to outside distractions and homeschooling activities. This seasonal reprieve kind of affords us the time to implement any changes that we might want to make. Now, in years past, I spent most of the break thinking over what was working, what wasn't working, and what do we need to emphasize in our final semester of the school year. This is a great time of the year to reassess everything, and I'm talking not just the academics, to reassess character issues and relationships and chores and habits and even spiritual training. So take out your journal and a pen. Feel free to pause this episode as I go through some of these questions to write down your own thoughts and reflections. Okay, so here goes. Here are some thoughts and questions and suggestions for you as you start a new year and you look ahead to the second half of our school year. So let's start with the less obvious. Let's look at our schedules first, not the academics. I mean, let's face it, the way we structure our day and our week really dictates how well or how not so well things go each day. So take out your schedule or your routine and let's look at it critically. What's really working? And what were you hoping would work, but it just isn't? Were you rushed in the first semester? And if so, can you pinpoint why you were feeling rushed? So look at your schedule or your calendar. Now take out a pencil and scratch out what's not working. Now, mamas, be brave. Don't be a hoarder of great ideas that just don't work for you and your family. What works for your friend or your favorite Pinterest person may not work for you and your family, and it's okay to eliminate it and not feel guilty about it. Your sanity is more important than incorporating the latest homeschool trend. And may I also suggest you take this time to switch things up a bit if needed. You have permission to do that. It's a new year and it's a new semester. If an online or outside class isn't working, then drop it in the second semester. If an activity sucks up too much of your time and money and joy, then eliminate it in the next semester. Or if a subject or a lesson takes up way too much time each day, then shorten it or only do it once a week or once a month. Set a time limit and stick to it. Remember, moms, whatever you don't finish today, there's always tomorrow and there's always next week. There's a time to finish it, and when you homeschool, you really can't get behind. You're always progressing and you're always learning. 
It just might not be at the pace you wanted, or it may not be the topics that you originally planned to learn. So go ahead, shake things up a bit to help you shake the winter blues. Shaking things up a bit also keeps your lessons from becoming the same thing day in and day out. Now, if you happen to have found some extra time when you are evaluating your schedule, then consider adding something that you've been wanting to do but haven't had time to do in the fall semester. Maybe it's a weekly poetry tea party, or it's art studies, or maybe it's some music lessons or hem studies that you wanted to do as a family, or maybe it's starting nature studies or going on weekly hikes, or maybe even formal or informal cooking lessons. It doesn't really matter. But keep in mind, if you found that your schedule was already on overload, then don't add anything new. But consider removing a few things that just aren't working. Then either give yourself and your family that extra time back or replace it with something brand new. Usually the second semester is a long stretch of time, so it's nice to add in something unique for the second half of the year. And if you're new to homeschooling, make sure you don't model your school time after traditional school. Depending on the age of your kiddos, you can literally start lessons after breakfast and be done by lunch. Leave the afternoon open for free time and playtime or outdoor time and outside activities that your children will look forward to, like dance classes or karate and baseball. Okay, so next, let's evaluate your curriculum and the academic part of your day. So here's the obvious question. Is your curriculum working for you? Is it working for your child? And if not, what can you do about it? Do you have too many curriculums and teacher guides and workbooks? Can you eliminate a few of them and streamline your days so that everyone is working together at least part of the time in the morning? Is the curriculum maybe too hard or maybe it's too easy? Maybe it doesn't fit your child's learning style. Maybe it's just too boring and dry. Is it time to switch up the math program? Or maybe is it time to just start teaching math maybe in a different way? So ask yourself, how much did my children learn in the first part of the year? If you aren't where you thought you should be, is it because you and your child weren't consistent? Or maybe you weren't home enough to work on a particular skill or subject? Or maybe it's just too hard. Or maybe our expectations were just a little too high and a little too unrealistic. So honestly ask yourself, are my kids really behind or are they just not where I wanted them to be? Are they thriving in their schoolwork? Did they progress? If you're being completely honest, you know the answer is yes. They just may not be progressing in the way you had envisioned. So if not, what are some areas you can revise? Also take a look at, is their work satisfactory or is it sloppy and half-hearted? If a particular curriculum doesn't seem to be working, is it the actual math curriculum maybe that you're using that isn't working? Or could it be a character or heart issue that's really the problem? If you think it's a heart issue, then pray about it and talk with your child. Ask them to be completely honest with you and to tell you what they like, what they don't like, and why they think they're struggling. 
If it's a very young child who's lashing out every time the math book comes out or the reading workbook comes out, it could be their way of telling you that they're just not ready for it yet. So consider taking a break from a particular subject or at least a particular skill or concept to give your child some time. Try it again next month and see if they're ready for it then. Then ask yourself, do I need to spend more one-on-one time with a particular child in a particular area? And if so, make sure you're intentional about it in the second semester. All right, so how are your outings and your field trips going? My suggestion is actually plan for more fun in the second half of the year. Include more games, more walks, more park days, more field trips. And make sure you listen to next week's Coffee with Carrie podcast on game schooling. You'll be amazed at how much you can teach and learn through games. And games definitely break up the mundane task of workbooks and worksheets. Now, are you being intentional with your time? Are you passing up great opportunities because you feel you're quote unquote behind? How's your family time and morning time and read aloud time going? Or is it not going at all? Is there something you can do more together in order to get more done and save time? Try listening to season one of Coffee with Carrie Homeschooling podcast, the essentials number four, number five, essentials number seven, and number eight. I think they'll really help you organize your morning time and your family time in such a way that you can teach most of the subjects all at one time and to the entire family. All right, so now let's take a look and evaluate your physical space. Now, if you're new to homeschooling, you do not need a classroom, okay? You do not need a classroom. Your kitchen table and a comfy couch will do. But it is nice to have in your home a space for all your homeschooling stuff and a gathering place for lessons. Is there a method to your madness? Is there an order in your chaos? So is your space working for you? And if not, what could be better? Could you maybe add a cozy reading nook in the corner somewhere? Can you create a little space for some arts and crafts and creative play? Can you designate like a little area for the perpetual Lego playtime? Maybe your child needs a quieter place to work. Or maybe your child just needs to be in the same room with you when he does his work. Before formal lessons begin again, take a day to straighten your bookshelves. Clear out the clutter from your own space and have the kids clean up theirs too. Spend some time getting organized and reorganized. Redo the kitchen cabinets and the book bins and the school supplies. Go to the dollar store and stock up with things like new pencils and tape and art supplies. This is a great time of the year to donate, sell, or exchange items that you don't use anymore or items that just didn't work well for you. This will definitely help you and your kids to start the year off with a clean slate. Now, make sure you evaluate and reassess the heart too. Is a child's bad attitude truly one of disobedience, or is there something else going on? Are there areas of your homeschooling that exhaust you? And if so, are there areas that maybe you could streamline? Can you train your child to do more chores or to be more independent with their work? Are you holding them accountable for tasks that you've given them? 
if things are not done properly, are you taking the time to teach and reteach so that the dishes are done right or the sweeping is done well? Are the children generally loving and respectful towards each other? If the siblings aren't getting along, how can you encourage them to have a better relationship? Really, in the end, if your kids are fighting or giving you attitude, nothing of true importance is really being learned and applied during your homeschool time. So take the time to work on heart issues. Trust me, you will reap the rewards in the future. Now next, let's look at those homeschool goals. As you're writing your own personal New Year's resolutions, write out your goals for the second semester. Be specific and be brutally honest. This is a good time to take your homeschool mission statement out and use it as your standard or your yardstick. Now, according to your homeschool mission statement, what is the most important thing to you and to your homeschooling? Why are you homeschooling in the first place? Are you doing or not doing the things that you wanted? Are you focusing on the things you said were a priority? And if not, why not? What can you do to include those things to make sure your homeschool and your family life match up to your homeschool mission statement? And if you don't have a homeschool mission statement, this is a great time to write one. Make sure you listen to Coffee with Carrie episode number 79 called You Need This, Don't Homeschool Without It. It will help you create a homeschool mission statement. Now check the goals you wrote for each child at the beginning of the year. Are you focusing on those things? Or is it time to rewrite some of them? This is a perfect time of the year to set some reading goals too. Maybe a child has already mastered something you had as a goal. Well then check it off and write a new goal for the rest of the year. Maybe a child is far from reaching a goal he or she made for himself. Well then pray about it and talk about it. See if you can figure out why it's so challenging for this child. Was the goal too far reaching? Or maybe it was too unrealistic? Maybe your child or teen is just not physically, emotionally, or spiritually mature enough. So rewrite the goal and break it down into smaller parts so it becomes more attainable. Now, my kids got my awful spelling gene. One year in particular, I was determined to make sure that both of them became good spellers. So I invested in this very expensive, labor-intensive spelling program and faithfully worked on it every single day. Well, I hated prepping for it, and the kids hated the monotony of it. They memorized lots of great spelling rules and great tricks, but none of it, people, none of it (laughs) was showing up in their writing. And one day, I blew my top. I can't even tell you what the word was, but when I saw Francesca spell it wrong yet again, I lost it. So after calming down and having my husband remind me that I'm an awful speller and that my friends have to constantly text me to fix a spelling error that's on our co-op website, I decided to reevaluate the way we did spelling in our homeschooling. Since the same words were being misspelled and they were obviously words my kids like to use, We decided to take more of a personal spelling list approach instead of a formal spelling program. So we set a few goals. They would master three new spelling words a week and use them correctly when they were either writing in their journals or doing a writing assignment or emailing a friend or making cards for family. 
Each week after they shared their journal prompts with each other and with me, I would read over their actual handwriting. I wouldn't circle or cross out any misspelled words in their journal. I just put a few of them on the child's personal spelling list. Then during our one-on-one time together during the week, I would go over with the child the one or two words I noticed were misspelled, and we would work on spelling them correctly. Now, depending on the kid, we either use letter tiles from the Scrabble board, or we would write them a few times, or we would make word pictures out of them to help us remember little tricks to spelling them correctly. So each semester, I tried to sit down with each child to have a heart-to-heart about school stuff. I wanted to know how they were feeling about the current flow of our school and home. And I always tried to ask how I could help them meet their personal goals. I found this to be a much needed time with each of my kids and it never failed. I always walked away from our little talks with ideas that I would have never thought of myself and insights I had no idea about. So if your kids are old enough, get them involved in the reassessments and the reevaluations too. Have them write a few new year's resolutions or craft a few new goals for the rest of the school year for themselves. What do they want to accomplish or finish or learn by May? What do they want to be able to do this summer or next academic year? So what do they need to do now or work on in this semester in order to make those goals happen? Now, finally, I try to do some self-care during the winter break. It's a crazy speed that we keep during the school year, and I find that I rarely have time to do much for myself. So during the break, be intentional about giving yourself some breaks. Maybe just get your hair cut or done. Take the afternoon off. Go thrifting. Maybe spend a day in your PJs reading a book that you want to read. The main goal here is to recharge your batteries. You've been running a marathon, Mom. It's time to take a well-deserved break. It's easy to get focused on the school things and forget about the family things. And don't forget to join us in March at our annual special weekend for homeschooling moms. It's a great way to recharge your batteries and early bird registration actually begins this week. Now, when you do resume your homeschool lessons after the break, expect some regressions. I mean, a few weeks or a month, that's a long break. I'm sure it was a much needed break, but there might be some things you have to revisit when you start back up again. What you learned before the break is still in there. You just might need a little time to get those things to resurface again. Expect that you'll need some review, but it should go more quickly learning it the second time. Now, here's a little advice for my new homeschooling moms listening today. In your first semester home, just focus on the basics. Do reading, writing, and math. You can formally add in social studies and science later. Besides, they're going to be learning tons of history and science as they read, write, and play. Do not organize your day like school. You do not need to spend seven hours in front of a whiteboard now that you're home and enjoy the extra time you have. Do as much as you can as a family. Do history and art projects together. Do science and kitchen experiments together. Read some great books together. Play tons of educational and fun games together. Learn a new song together. Watercolor together. It just saves time and it's way more fun. So take a hard, honest look at your homeschooling. Pray about it. Talk about it with your hubby, your kids, and your trusted friends. Then make slight or maybe even some radical changes. Write some new goals and some New Year's resolutions. 
and don't spend a lot of money on new stuff. Get rid of what isn't working and look for simpler ways to do something. And remember, mamas, just breathe. God called you home for such a time as this. Happy New Year. You've got this. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our new and improved website, coffeewithcarry.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consultant. Don't forget to check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you are new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify and streamline your homeschooling, this is a perfect book to read right now. Now, if you heard something you like, then share a podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week or with a homeschooling friend who's looking for ways to simplify their homeschooling in 2022. And if you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, my book, and our homeschooling mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. If you'd like to join us in sunny California this coming March for our annual special weekend for homeschooling moms, check out our new and improved website, coffeewithcarry.org. Early bird registration begins this week. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, our podcast, and my book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. Happy New Year. And see you next time.